Welcome in to Lincoln Live, everybody. This is Dale Johnson on KFOR FM 103.3, 1240 AM. My pleasure to have the mayor for the city of Lincoln joining me, Mayor Gaylor Baird, for the conversation on Lincoln Live. Good morning, Mayor. Hey, good morning, Dale. Mayor, I want to start uh, our conversation today with a concern that's going unnoticed, likely, by most people listening to us today. But certainly it's on your radar, and it certainly is being noticed by Lincoln area law enforcement. The fact that the bridge... Its full title is The Bridge Behavioral Health, where people who have been arrested for drunken driving, for example, public intoxication, or for mental health issues uh, are taken in order to, uh, as part of their civil rights protection. But they're facing staffing shortages at the bridge, so much so that the contract with the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office and the State Patrol was allowed to expire June 30th. The Lincoln police contract expires September 30th. That being said, Mayor, uh, could you update us on, on what's being done to prevent that LPD contract from expiring? Right. Well, I, I just first want to just, you know, reemphasize that LPD in its community policing model, you know, really relies on partnerships with our community and with nonprofits to help successfully protect the public. And um, those partnerships you know, over time evolve. And in this case, uh, with the bridge, you know, they're going through some, some changes and transitions. And so we are adapting and pivoting to try to make sure that we can continue to provide excellent and appropriate response for acutely intoxicated individuals who, who come to our attention. And so, you know, really what, what we have done as a city and LPD is, is, you know, have meetings with our county and try to work together to find find a new solution for civil protective custody or what is sometimes referred to as detox. Um, we don't have details to provide yet because we're still finalizing that plan, but we will, of course, share those those plans with the public when, when they're finalized. County Commissioner Sean Flowerday is reported saying, quote, if nothing's in place, the community will feel the impact, mm -hmm. end quote. And I've been talking with Deb Shore about this, who is the current county board chair, uh, so I'm curious what alternative is in place or would take place, be placed in uh, substitute if that LPD contract expires in two and a half months? You know, I don't want to speculate. Um, I mean, there's sort of short-term, long-term options. And if we're talking about a facility that's more of a, a new facility, that's a longer-term option because of the capital you know, construction potential involved. Um, in the short term, making sure people have a safe place to get sober, um, you know, might involve the county relying on their current facilities. But we do want to make sure that if they are taken to the jail, for instance, or to a local hospital, that they're getting the medical care or the, the just the supervision that they need. Yeah, the bridge has been in place for quite a few years, and Lincoln is now approaching a population of 300,000. Arguably, it could be said that uh, there needs to be an alternative to or an addition to mm -hmm. services provided by the bridge. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we have to continue to evolve, and when our partners make changes, when they decide to go different directions, then we, we, have to, we have to come up with solutions, and that is what everyone on our team is, is focused on at the moment. A lot of people, admittedly, Mayor, don't know about the bridge, a mm -hmm. uh, little bit about it. It serves around 1,400 people a year, and yeah. that is roughly equal to about half the population of Waverly. 
to put it in perspective for listeners. Yeah, well, you know, when I, I mean, so for people who don't know, it, you know, the bridge, one one way they've partnered with us over the years is to help us take care of people who who can't take care of themselves because they're um, intoxicated. And I know when I've gone on police ride-alongs or bike-alongs, um, you know, we, when we come across folks who who need that support, who are stumbling around on O Street, for instance, and, and can't, you know, can't get a hold of a family member or a friend who can come pick them up, you know, LPD takes care of them and you know, has taken them to the bridge where they can sober up and get a sandwich and, and be supervised until a friend or family member can be located. So that's been a really important part of the way we respond uh, thoughtfully and appropriately to the people that we serve. Um, you know, game days, you get a lot of intoxicated people downtown, so we are working hard to make sure that we have some alternatives in place um, we take the work seriously. We want people to get the care they need, and and you know, um, it, it it is also helpful when the community and uh, family members help try to take care of those who may have had too much to drink. We want to keep them safe and and out of harm's way. Mayor Gaylor Baird joining me for the conversation here today. Mayor, I'm guessing that uh, you have seen initial street state. Uh, a streetscape concepts for parts of O Street, 9th Street, 10th Streets, downtown. If you would share what you know about the Downtown Corridors project ahead of an open house that's planned mm -hmm. next week, Tuesday, at the Jane Schneider Trail Center on North 21st. Yeah, well, I mean, so it, downtown is sort of the, uh, the, the core of our community, the, the heart from which all the other veins extend. It's where the heartbeat of our nightlife is, and we want it to be vibrant and vital, and we're trying to support our downtown businesses um, and the folks who live there and make sure that that is an attractive destination that's vibrant and active and supporting our local economy. So that's kind of the big picture with downtown corridors. And then, you know, you've seen investments in, on P Street that have changed the streetscape and tried to support retail. O Street has a lot of just infrastructure improvements that are needed, sidewalk improvements. We unfortunately have a lot of ash trees lining O Street, so those are going to be coming down over time because of the emerald ash borer that's going to kill off those trees. So as we look to try to spruce things up, we're also looking at what are the... What are the needs of the community? What are the needs of the businesses? What, what, how can we make this safer for pedestrians? O Street is a very busy, busy street. And so we're seeking public input um, on this project, and we'll be having some you know, open houses, and one of them is Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Jane Snyder Trail Center. So if, if people want to come learn more about the project and weigh in and, and share their um, thoughts on the initial streetscape concepts for segments of O Street, and 9th and 10th Streets downtown, we'd, we'd love to have people come out and, and share their thoughts. Mayor Gaylor Bayer joining me on Lincoln Live today. Mayor, the campaign to raise money for removal of the Pershing Center mosaic was successful. I was glad to see that happen, and I'm sure you are too. Uh, this huge piece of art uh, has to come down before demolition of Pershing Center. Is that still on track for October you know, I don't have any update for you on that, but uh, I know we were working to, I mean, I signed some document this week about making sure they had access to, you know, the, the area to actually do that removal. So I know things are, are continuing to move forward. 
Mayor, uh, we have a couple of minutes left. I want to talk about uh, water. It's on everybody's mind here this morning because of the heavy rain and and the temporary street flooding in uh, certain parts of the city. But water was on your mind recently with the announcement of a plan to secure a second water source for the city. Talk briefly about the options being considered. Yeah, I mean, this water is absolutely fundamental for our community's growth and health and vibrancy, and we take our responsibility to deliver clean, safe drinking water. Um, Very seriously, it's one of the most important things we do as a city. And... 90 years ago, uh, community leaders and civic leaders came together to identify a source of water for Lincoln that wasn't just wells. So, you know, we needed to expand our, our capacity and get cleaner water. And, and so they made the decision to pipe up to Ashland to, to source it from groundwater near the Platte River. And, you know, 90 years later, it's our turn to do a similar undertaking and to identify a second source of water for Lincoln as our population grows and as we face climate extremes that that can compromise um, you know our access to water so we have uh, a technical analysis underway led by Olson and informed by uh, my mayor's advisory water advisory council that includes leaders from across the city and state and they're gonna be looking at a couple of options Um, we don't know yet the viability of, of the options so that is a big part of the initial step looking at possibility of connecting to Omaha, but also the possibility of going straight to the Missouri, to uh, the Missouri River for an additional second source of water. So the options are that there would be a standalone water pipeline. This would be an independent project with Lincoln. And the second one calls for partnering up with uh, metropolitan utilities out of Omaha to use water from its existing pipelines. Right. And of course, that's a that's a collaborative undertaking. Um, we are in discussions with MUD. They're not completely sure they have the capacity. We certainly don't have the technical analysis at this point to know that we can combine the water systems. So there's a lot of technical work to be done to evaluate these options, but it's, it's not too early to be doing this. Even though we have a safe and adequate water supply for the next couple of decades, a project of this magnitude, something that will be really the largest most important public works project we've seen in our history um, is going to take a while to get built. So we're, we're starting now. Really pleased that we're launched. Really pleased we have so many partners in this process. And really thankful to the state for setting aside some funds that we can tap into as we undertake this, some American Rescue Plan funds. 60 seconds, Mayor. Do you have a preference? Would you rather Lincoln be independent in its water supply or dependent to somewhat to Omaha? Well, I'm going to look at the data, but you you touch on a key aspect of this. I mean, uh, governance and how, you know, our ability to set rates and to kind of chart our course and manage our destiny certainly seems more likely if we are independently heading to the Missouri. So, but we'll see what, we'll see what the technical analysis says. We'll see what this committee has to say. Um, I'm just so pleased that we've launched this work. I think of the Roger Larson quote, and help me with this, Mayor, we mm-hmm. drink from wells. We all, we all drink from wells we did not dig. There yes. we go. Yes. There we go. It's literally true in this case, and, and we're stepping up to, to chart a course for future. You know, we won't cut the ribbon on this. this that'll be, you know, something that happens in a couple of decades. But we get to get a plan in motion that will help us get us to that day. And, and I'm so pleased and grateful to all of our volunteers and partners who are helping us launch this really important 